1: Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the
0: George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty.
2: And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, Senor. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Entormation Complex. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show, live for this Tuesday, August the 8th, the year of our Lord, 2023. This morning, we're under the tutelage of a serious general manager, Gold Star Families. Families who've lost brave service people in service to this country. There was an amazingly dramatic and troubling hearing. Held in Southern California yesterday in which uh, the families who lost folks at the infamous uh, suicide bombing there at the Abbey Gate in Kabul during the disastrous evacuation of Afghanistan uh, got together to, to testify as to how they've been treated and the lack of accountability and the rest of it. Anyway, big finish. And it was uh, extremely powerful and moving, and we'll play you some of the clips uh, from it. Daryl Issa, the congressperson from the San Diego area, held it, and it was it was something. It was extremely troubling, um, not to get off on this because it's so serious, but it, it was extremely troubling mostly because anybody with any experience with the military, whether you served, you uh, have had the opportunity to work with military personnel, Um, maybe even just a family member in the military. You know, the key aspect of particularly more hazardous, more important jobs in the military, the one thing it cannot function without is accountability. There's no excuse making. There's no blaming the other guy because people die if you do that. And so... Uh, you know, as I was privileged to observe the operations on a submarine on a couple of occasions, uh, the the accountability was amazing. It's I've never seen anything like it in the the private sector. Um, if there was a mistake made, everybody immediately said what happened. Who? They'll raise their hand. They said, "I did it. I made the miscalculation." Here's what happened. I mean, just a hundred percent accountability. And so to see the disaster there. At the airport, with the terrible, terrible cost, and nobody taking any accountability for it, nobody explaining precisely what happened. Where in the chain of command did things bog down? How are we going to do it differently going forward? The fish rots from the head first, they say. A description of culture flows, you know, kind of downward from leadership, and um, it's an extremely troubling thing if if the leadership is uh, not accountable when the uh, lower-ranking people are supposed to be uh, 100% accountable. So, at any rate, uh, Jack still has the COVID. He is quite ill, from what I understand. He feels absolutely terrible. He's gotten on uh, one of those uh, fancy antiviral drugs. Let's hope it's going to help. So, yeah, that uh, that evil bastard is still around. Not Jack, the uh, COVID. Well, the evil... That's right, Dr. Cardi. Um... Covid is still around, and it can still make you really sick. Um, obviously, people aren't dying from it nearly as much, but it's it's that it's like an alterna flu now. For how long? For the rest of our lives, we don't know, but it can make you really ill. So, anyway, get well soon, Jack. We have planned out quite the extravaganza of the show of a show for you. Uh, a couple of great guests. We played a clip. From the sheriff of Riverside County in California, talking about how the con man, Gavin Newsom, the governor, has never met with the Sheriff's Association about the rampant crime in California. And they have repeatedly begged for an audience with the aforementioned grifter. And uh, he won't talk to him, which is just astounding. So we're going to talk about the reality on the streets when states... And it's just more than cow unicornia when states enact the progressive crime policies. And I uh, can't wait to have that conversation with him. And then we're going to check in during hour three. That's hour two with the sheriff. Hour three of the show, we're going to kick it off with a discussion with a good old friend of the uh, A&G show and... And me personally, Craig Gottwalls, the healthcare guru, who has some new figures on the state of healthcare in America, and and the fact that if you have private insurance, probably paid for partly by your employer, it's you know the vast majority of us are in that situation. You are getting screwed, absolutely ripped off. And he's trying to do something about it, and uh, if nothing else, we'll shine a bright light on the way the utterly crooked medical establishment uh, is getting rich. And the insurance companies, holy cow, the health insurance companies, man, are they making money. So looking forward to that conversation as well. we got some gender-bending madness, of course. Uh, Donald Trump blasting away at the women's soccer team. I'm not sure that was helpful. A little update on the Biden crime family story as information continues to flow out on that, uh, making it absolutely clear that biden is uh, full of crap but come on let's start the show officially now according to fcc rules and regulations here we go at mark but if the battle of billionaires actually goes ahead here's how they would match up zuckerberg coming in at an estimated five foot seven around 154 pounds the 39 year old is worth around 110 billion dollars and oh by the way has a blue belt in jujitsu in the other corner as you can see elon musk reportedly six foot one 187 pounds or thereabouts 52
3: and admittedly not in fighting shape but his wealth doubles that of zuckerberg which of course
2: counts for absolutely nothing in the ring wow ah uh, that's that's such an interesting matchup zuckerberg clearly in better shape and has skills he has combat skills grappling skills a blue belt is that like the first out of 10 or the ninth out I don't I have no idea uh it sounds very nice though it's very very handsome look uh so the blue belt in jiu jitsu versus a much bigger but older man who says he's been lifting weights <sighs> if he gets some boxing skills some striking skills skills going that is really an intriguing matchup it's the the mismatch that makes it so interesting Bad news, though, fatally bad news. Elon Musk says before the bout happens, he needs some surgery on his neck and back. Now, if it were plastic surgery, you know, I don't know, I mean, he had a rash, he needs dealt with it or a mold. It's a, anyway, uh, but he wouldn't need that before the fight. So if he actually needs neck and back surgery, as a 50-year-old man, right? He's not going to be fighting anybody in a cage. Not now or ever. Great, Scott. This is, this is one of those... It's just not going to happen. Wake me when it's within a month of happening. Otherwise, I think it's just uh, balderdash. Although they, they went so far as to... Uh, Get into a, a, a back and forth. Do we have the, the tape? When Fox News did a report on this uh, where they mentioned that they are throwing jibes back and forth, uh, Elon said we can uh, do it live on Twitter uh, for charity. And Zuckerberg said, essentially, I like the charity idea, but shouldn't we have it on a more stable platform like I can't Instagram or whatever it was? So, uh, all right, billionaire bickering. Uh, We have mailbag coming up in a moment or two, plus your freedom-loving quote of the day, the desperate attempt, the desperate last-ditch attempt to rehabilitate Kamala Harris in the eyes of America and much more. Stay with us. Armstrong and
3: Getty.
0: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
1: No purchase necessary Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParodyFlex for current rates, for-product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
0: The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. Will and and Coleman, mein Freundin. Thank you for being here. Got a lot of good stuff to come. Let's hit our freedom-loving quote of the day. One from Alexis de Tocqueville: Liberty cannot be established without morality, nor morality without faith. A really controversial proposition among uh, atheist libertarians who believe that there can be natural rights and absolute. Uh, principles without religion which is interesting it's certainly more widespread in religious societies to believe right and wrong are more important than legal or illegal or even moral or immoral um it's it's you got to stay on the right side of the almighty I've always struggled with that one because I know some atheists who are extremely moral people. I mean, they are are absolute straight arrows. But in general, can that work for a society? Show me where it has. Maybe in some of your uh, northern European Scandinavian type countries. Ah, yes, but, and we've talked about this before. Those countries are very homogeneous, homogenous, say it however you want, very uh, mono-ethnic, small, everybody knows everybody, family, very important, the family down the street knows who your kids are, 100%, there's much less uh, mobility and that sort of thing. So is accountability to each other the substitute for religious accountability in those societies? I'm sure there's some super interesting writing on that. Uh, I've never come across it. But anyway, mailbag. Your thoughts? Why don't you drop us a note? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com on that topic or any other. Did I tell you that was Alexis de Tocqueville? I meant to. Hey, I did. That's right. Because I remembered that that, that's going to be my rap name if I'm ever a rapper. But I'm going to spell it Alexis de Tocqueville like I'm a pot smoker. Anyway, it's good to have plans, contingency plans, in case you suddenly become a rapper. Anyway, uh, on the mailbag, Scott writes, get woke and you're going to choke. That's my new catchphrase for the U.S. women's soccer team. It's Scott from Nevada City, California. By the way, he says, my new aorta is doing great. Thanks for reading my email about it on air. Boy, that was a while ago, Scott. But I'm glad your aorta continues to be good. I tell you what, if your aorta isn't good, you're having a bad day. Oh, I love this heads up from Marcus in Phoenix. Uh Jack and Joe, I was in a training meeting and learned that we're getting away from the term diversity and diversity, equity, and inclusion and shifting to commitment to cultural competency, CCC. Once the hoi polloi realized what BS the neo-Marxists are trying to shove on us, they're changing the name, hoping we won't notice. So folks, be alerted. DEI might now be masquerading as CCC, and it's the same k- 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 communist plot. On that topic, this is a rare rereading of an email, but I was going through a stack of old papers and emails yesterday, uh, or a couple of days ago, and uh, came across this gem from Matt in beautiful Macomb, Illinois. Remember when clowns lurking at the edge of the woods was a big deal? That was six years ago. Well, schools have gone from warning parents about imaginary clowns to punishing female students for identifying actual males lurking in their bathrooms and locker rooms. I feel like I don't have enough time to process the first piece of ridiculousness to fully process the second. Yeah, schools have gone from warning parents about imaginary clowns to now telling little girls shut up or teenage girls shut up. Yes, there's a fully intact grown man in your locker room, in your bathroom, but you'll take it. Maybe you've heard me talk about how ridiculously faddish education is. And I have theories on why that is. I don't know if they're worth a damn, but you know how a certain sort of person becomes a cop or a soldier. So they tend to, to lean really conservative, at least in the past. Now that in many ways the the military is at least partly an experimental jobs program, um, it's, it's less true. But anyway, the point remains in general. Journalists, wildly, vastly liberal. And as we learned the other day, the vast majority of them went to the so-called elite schools, which have swung as far left as any institutions in America. And I just wonder whether a certain personality type becomes a teacher. I don't know. I've known so many teachers, and they really range. But anyway, the faddishness in the world of education has always been shocking to me. It's like teenagers and what they're wearing you can have a fad for this whole language what was it what's it called the, the alternative to phonics the alternative to phonics the alternative learning system that just worked terribly and is being abandoned in school districts across the nation that that was like a cult adopting that it was super fashionable and now the uh, the the gender bending madness is super fashionable among uh, teachers and educators and Uh, I know the teachers' colleges are super liberal. Maybe that's part of it. But anyway, yeah, uh, education is prone to fads like a 14-year-old. Moving along. Uh, Diversity for the show. Speaking of diversity, Paolo writes, Guys, Katie's a great addition to the show. We absolutely agree. Katie Green does news for us and and more. Uh, I love her one-of-the-guys persona. Problem is, I think it may be costing you some of the diversity points you gained by hiring a woman. I have a solution. Katie, this is entirely up to you, of course. Ask her if she'd consider identifying as a gay man trapped in a woman's body and see how long it takes for some gender warriors to suggest hormones and surgery for her.
3: Mm, Could get us some headlines.
2: (laughs) Anything for the show. Well, and the beauty is you identify as a man, but a gay man, so you and your husband, you're fine. You're great. Yeah, so the relationship still works. Why not? Give it a go. He's going to have to explain to his, his buddies and coworkers, yeah, I'm married to a gay man who's a woman. <laughs> and let them scratch their heads.
1: Well, in, in this day and age, it's all about how you
2: feel. All right, moving along. Oh, you know what? I jabbered on so long about uh, education. We don't really have time for these emails about the beatdown of the Stockton, California 7 Eleven robber. Some interesting thoughts from the good people on that. So we'll get to that eventually. I'm going to play you some sound for that incredibly dramatic hearing. Uh, with the Gold Star families demanding accountability for the death there in Kabul during the disastrous uh, evacuation. That and much more to come. Stay with us or grab the podcast later.
0: Armstrong and Getty. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
2: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex Annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex Annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At retirement income, you can not outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. I'd
2: like to revise and extend my comments, Mr. Chairman, or whatever they say in Congress. I was thinking about the whole uh, faddishness in education, and I was thinking, I mentioned teachers or particular sort of people drawn to being a teacher, and that lends itself to fads in education. Then it, it, it dawned on me. The uh, the, t- the education colleges, the teachers' colleges, are wildly left. I mean, they are crazy red left and the sort of person who aspires to an advanced degree in education and spends a lot of time in those schools, they're absolutely of a certain personality type, heavily. And that's very, very left. And, and as you know, lefties will change you know, what they think is important and what we're allowed to say and the rest of it you know, on a weekly basis. So I think that's why. And then they shove it down into the classroom. And the poor teachers think this is garbage, but what can they do? Um, So I think that's probably our answer. Anyway, uh, moving along, uh, some fun stuff coming up, including the New York Times. Absolutely, hilariously pathetic effort to rehabilitate Kamala Harris and give her a shot at the presidency. Uh, I don't know what you're doing, New York Times, but uh, good luck doing it. Uh, but first, on a more serious note, uh, there was a hearing uh, in Escondido, California, yesterday. It's a suburb of San Diego, if you're not familiar with the area, uh, held by Daryl Issa, congressperson in that area. And uh, let's go ahead and let Aisha Hosni of Fox News set it up. Uh, clip number 60, Michael.
0: When our leaders call this evacuation a success, it is like a knife in the heart.
1: Pain, anger, and grief as the Gold Star families of 13 U.S. service members killed by a suicide bomber at Kabul airport tell their
2: stories together in public for the first time. My son was only 20 years old.
1: Relatives testifying at a yeah. hearing hosted by Congressman Daryl Issa Today, near Camp Pendleton, where many of the, the troops were based. Then- they say they waited two years for the Biden administration to explain its decisions leading up to that catastrophic bombing.
2: So it's uh, it's notable that only Fox News broadcast this hearing, which was moving and, and uh, went straight to any Patriot's heart, um, any parent's heart for that matter. Um, And I understand the political nature of it because the Biden administration bungled the withdrawal terribly, terribly, and blamed the Trump administration in ridiculous fashion. They could have adapted, changed, utterly torn up any agreement, Any subagree, never mind the strategy for executing the agreement with the the Taliban. Um, The entire thing was a terrible indictment of the Biden administration, and and America has reacted to it as uh, approval numbers plunged and have not really rebounded much at all. Um, So there's no denying the partisan aspect of this. It's a shame that that partisan flavor is there. Because I just think, number one, a healthy, functioning, powerful military is is absolutely necessary. It's an existential need. And to have the civilians at the top of the chain of command apparently refusing to engage in the sort of accountability that the military depends on completely, that's incredibly wrong. That is so wrong. That is the fish rotting from the head first. As I was mentioning earlier in the hour, accountability is everything in the military. You've got to be accountable for your actions. Everybody's counting on everybody. It's life and death. And no matter how far up the chain you have to go to figure out, all right, where did the problem happen? How do we fix this going forward and make sure it never happens again? You've got to have that in the military. And Biden and company are refusing to let that happen. We're going to give you some of the uh, samples of uh, what the Gold Star family said yesterday. We'll start with 68, Michael. It's a montage of a handful of people.
0: call this evacuation a success as if there should be celebration. It is like a knife in the heart my son
3: loved this country as much as he loved his family i expected the government to love my son as much as i do how could so many people pay their respects but nothing at all from the president of the united states i'd be like avenge me He'd have the biggest smile and now all i hear
0: is him and it's (sighs) soft avenge me
1: (sighs) thank you
2: We could play uh, the testimony all day, but uh, there was one dad in particular who uh, we chose to feature. His name is Darren Hoover. Uh, His son Taylor died there at the Kabul airport. Uh, We'll start with the 65, Michael, and, and play all three, but we'll pause between.
3: The most recent administration, Department of Defense, and the Marine Corps did not uphold their end of that contract. I know there are those that will say that Taylor and his brothers in arms signed on the dotted line and knew the consequences that could occur as we have been at war for 20 years. And they would be correct. But this didn't need to happen in the manner that it did. And for those who had power over our military, know that they made a conscious decision that led to the chaotic and frantic withdrawal from Afghanistan. For the Secretary of Defense, General Austin, the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, to say that they're satisfied with the withdrawal of our troops is nothing short of disgusting and ignorant. Retired Marine Corps General McKenzie can be included in this as well as these were his Marines and he should have known better
2: let's roll on with Darren Hoover Michael
3: with all of these generals having approximately 90 years of experience combined and to come up with the plan that they attempted to carry out is despicable and to say to Congress that they thought it was a good withdrawal are sorely sorely mistaken then to have individuals like John Kirby come in and say that he did not see from the chaos from his perch is both tone deaf and ignorant. And then uh, go ahead with the last one. I'm calling out Secretary Blinken, Secretary Austin, General Milley, General McKenzie, Lieutenant Colonel Whited, who could not give the order to the snipers to take out the bomber before he detonated his vest. And ultimately the president. Do what our son did, be a grown ass man, admit to your mistakes. Learn from them so that this doesn't happen ever, ever again you all need to resign immediately our sons and daughters have more integrity in their little toes than every one of them combined
2: wow wow so sorry for the loss of all of those families i'm trying to remember it's flitted out of my head Uh, for some reason the book both jack and i read about um, trying to get people out of Kabul in the final days oh my goodness uh, I'll, I'll you know what i'll look it up and i'll hit you with it next segment but the striking part was it was it's the story of private citizens, many of them ex-military, ex-intelligence, uh, who had connections in Afghanistan, connections with the military, trying to get uh, translators out, uh, human rights workers, um, just people that they had personal relationships with who'd been working with the U.S. and, and needed to get out because the Taliban would kill them. And it was a story of utter chaos no accountability there's that word again there were no procedures there were no plans if you knew a dude from officer training school or you served together for a couple of years in a, an intelligence outpost or it was your cousin's you know girlfriend's brother that's how you got somebody out because the and and I will absolutely admit it was going to be somewhat chaotic even under the best of circumstances, but it didn't need to be a tenth as insane as it was. It was going to be difficult, but it did not need to be just a sea of chaos with the Taliban providing security. What a miserable set of decisions that was. But anyway, uh, and, and Mr. Hoover there at the end referenced the fact that one of our service people had the suicide bomber in his sights, And was asking for permission because they weren't supposed to fire into the crowd unless they got permission. Um, And he was trying to get permission to take this guy out. And not only could he not get permission, nobody was quite sure who would grant that permission. So it was like going to the, you know, your local building inspection office and and saying, hey, why my my permits like three months overdue? What what's happened to it? And some, you know, bureaucrats saying, we'll look into it. Leave your number. And that was the guy who had the suicide bomber in his sights and could have prevented the deaths of 13 people was just chaotic and a lack of accountability. And my God, if there's a hope to cling to, it's that somewhere behind the scenes, out of the political spotlight, there are serious people at a high level who are honestly looking at what went wrong and what should have been done. I pray that that's the case I have no evidence that it is. So a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, a different sort of security. They have a great a couple of fantastic new products. They keep innovating. Um, they've launched their breakthrough technology 24/7 live guard protection to help stop crime in real time. Now Simply Safe professional monitoring agents and and this is less than a buck a day, by the way. Um They can actually see, speak to, and deter intruders in your home through the new smart alarm wireless indoor camera. They can warn intruders they're being recorded and police are on their way in real time, stopping them in their tracks. 24-7 24-7 live guard protection is made possible by the new Smart Alarm Wireless Indoor Camera available with the Fast Protect Monitoring Plan. New Smart Alarm Indoor Camera is the only indoor camera that can trigger the alarm and instantly deter intruders with a built-in siren. You got advanced motion detection, vision AI, so the Smart Alarm Indoor Camera can sense the difference between potential intruders and old rover just scratching in the corner. It reduces false alarms. So right now, Armstrong and Getty listeners get a special 20% off any Simply Safe system when you sign up for a free month trial of fast protect monitoring this special offers for a limited time only simplysafecom slash armstrong that's simplysafe.com/armstrong. slash armstrong there is no safe like simply safe I uh, didn't have time for a couple of emails that I wanted to squeeze in real quick um, about the beatdown of the would-be robber in Stockton, California, at the Seven Eleven. If you haven't seen that video, we'll we'll make sure it's easy to find at ArmstrongandGetty.com. They really put a whooping on a guy, and uh, w- w- we've yet to get any reaction. I haven't seen any reaction saying that was that was bad. You can actually one guy said, "Yeah, they they hit him too many times." Yeah, all right, so maybe fifteen or sixteen times would have been plenty. Uh, they hit him with a broomstick, by the way. Uh, Phil writes, the defense of the beatdown of the Seven Eleven uh, robbers that he was stealing cigarettes to sell. And this guy would not adhere to laws to not sell to children. Liberals hate cigarettes more than they hate supporting shoplifting. OK, well, that's some odd calculus there, but OK. Yeah, he was going to sell those cigarettes to children. Uh, let's see. Travis made a point. It took me a couple reads to get He It's just like the police are hired by the government to pr- help to protect people and property, every American should have the absolute same right to defend their life and property. And when a person is employed by a business, and if that business can be sued based on the actions of that employee, in other words, the employee is absolutely an extension of that business, that employee should also have the same rights to protect the lives and the business's property and prosperity if they choose to. The definition of self-defense needs to be expanded and clarified. I thought that was an interesting point. I'm not sure any employees would sign on for that relationship, or or most, or all. um, But an interesting thought. And again, I vowed to start a legal defense fund if those guys who beat down the robber get in trouble. Uh, Much more to come. Stay with us.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As the name suggests, community banks are in the community.
2: Well, there's some classic Kamala Harris for you. <laughs> Michael, let's set the scene with just a little more of her, a few more of her greatest hits. What else do you have, Andy? Talking about the significance of the passage of time.
1: The significance of the passage of time. There is great significance to the passage of time. And there is such great significance to the passage of time. But also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges
2: and to work on the opportunities. So that second one, that's edited. we got to get rid of that one. There's no need to edit her. She's a moron without any help. Anyway, uh, uh, here's our favorite. Okay, yes, please.
1: It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day.
2: That is solid flipping gold. Dollar in the swear jar. That's fine. I don't mind.
3: Damn, son of a
2: So evidently at the New York Times, they uh, shouted out to the newsroom, hey, we need somebody to write some garbage that pretends Kamala Harris has a chance in hell of becoming president. Anybody? Come on, somebody's got to do it, please. Well, evidently young Zolan Cano Youngs, who I've never heard of before, looks quite youthful, he raised his hand and said, I'll do it. Because he he wrote a piece for the old gray lady entitled, Kamala Harris takes on forceful new role in the 2024 campaign. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. With a headline that hilarious, this is going to be good. The subtitle is, The Vice President is trying to reclaim the momentum that propelled her to Joseph R. Biden's side as a candidate and into the White House in 2020. Wait a minute. The subhead's as funny as the headline. Reclaim the momentum that propelled her. She checked some ethnic boxes. She didn't even make it to Iowa. Didn't even make it to lose Iowa. Her candidacy was so miserable and hopeless. She pulled the plug. Before they even went into their silly little caucuses in Iowa. The momentum that propelled her into the white good lord. (laughs) (laughs) Now to the text of the... Farcical article. In recent weeks, Vice President Kamala Harris has dashed off to Florida on short notice. Okay. (laughs) She sparred with the state's conservative governor, Ron DeSantis, over how to teach slavery in schools. She didn't spar at all, young man. She lied about what the state was teaching. The governor responded and called her out on the lies and said, Why don't we get together and talk about it and, and debate about it? Openly, and she refused. I won't dignify that racist. Essentially, so she didn't spar with anybody, a lying liar, and she flew into Iowa to defend abortion rights while thirteen Republican presidential candidates were having dinner a few miles away. What is if they might round up guns and 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 like get in a fight with their secret service agents or something like that? What the hell does that have to do with anything? Although her words were directed at Republicans, her message was also aimed at all her doubters. Once ri- a rising star as a senator in California, one-party state, Ms. Harris has for years been saddled by criticism of her performance as vice president. You know why? Because it's terrible. It's miserable. It was called a debate. She has struggled with difficult assignments on issues such as the roots of illegal immigration and the narrow path to enduring voting rights protections. Concerns about her future spread, as Democrats pondered whether she would be a political liability for the ticket. Yes, she is, because she sucks. Uh, I'm sorry, that's unnecessarily frank, and I apologize. Ms. Harris's recent moves are her latest attempt to silence those concerns and reclaim the momentum, etc., etc. It's good to have her out there, said Cedric Richmond, a senior advisor for the Democratic National Committee who added that the vice president's decision to take on the Republican Party assertively and in real time was central to the campaign's 2024 strategy. It keeps Biden above the fray, et cetera, et cetera. But now they talk about the criticism, but now galvanized by what she has described as rising extremism in the Republican Party. Ms. Harris is expanding her profile and making a comeback. Boy, thanks for lifting our spirits, New York Times. That is so funny. Sheriff in California, tired of the lawlessness, next.
0: Armstrong and Getty. We went from normal life, healthy child, to acute lymphoblastic leukemia, or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope to have hope is to have your child healthy and we have that because of saint jude
2: you can help kids fight childhood cancer please become a saint jude partner in hope today by visiting musicgives.org
1: are the old world picturesque shores of europe calling you set sail on an adventure with avalon waterways enjoy an elevated cruising experience information.